For a few years now, I've picked a single word to be my guiding intention for the year. And yet, when it came to choosing one this year, I was completely stumped. Nothing felt aligned for what I envisioned for myself, and the more I turned over the possibilities, the more I felt like nothing quite fit. I can see now that it was staring me in the face the entire time, waiting for me to embrace it with open arms. That's because I had a bit of a breakthrough last month and uncovered a mindset challenge that's been holding me back in a major way. So spoiler alert, my word this year has absolutely nothing and yet somehow absolutely everything to do with business and it's already been a game changer for me. Regardless of what word you choose to guide you this year, or if you even participate in this practice at all. This episode is going to shift the way you think about yourself, your business, and your life in a way that will lead to a breakthrough of your own. You're listening to One Simple Shift, and I'm your host, Amanda Joyce Weber, the mindset coach and business mentor that believes it is possible to have a beautiful, balanced life and a successful, thriving business. In fact, what if success wasn't as complicated as everyone was making it out to be? What if the magic formula you've been looking for has been you all along? Each week, I cut through the noise and bring you one simple, actionable mindset shift you can implement today to completely transform the way you show up daily and the results you see because of it. All success starts with the right mindset, and it's time that you create the life and business you've always dreamed of. Let's get started. Hello, my simple shifters. I hope your week is off to an incredible start. Today, I am talking about words of the year. Yes, again. I know that we did a wrap up at the end of 2020, and I talked all about fun as my word for the year and the lessons that I had to glean from that. But as we enter 2021, I really want to share with you the intention that I'm setting at the beginning of this year so that I can use this as a guiding word that really helps me to lend perspective and focus to everything that comes up this year. Now, we've talked about in the past how you do not have to have a word of the year. I know that some people are super opposed to this practice. They think it's ridiculous, and that is totally fine. I also know that other people get way too hung up on it, and it can be a source of worry and overthinking. So as with everything else that I mention on the podcast, do what works for you. Really take the parts of this practice that feel good and true to you and apply to what you're looking to create and use those moving forward and do not feel like this is a source of pressure or something that you absolutely need to be doing. Really trust yourself in making this decision, in listening to your gut, and use this as another tool for you to really create intention in your life and business. That is ultimately the goal here. That is what we're after. And that is really how I encourage you to think about the word of the year. So I want to give you a little bit of background here in why I chose my word of the year this year. 
Now, we know my word last year was fun, and everything that I gleaned from having that intention last year really showed me that fun is an internal game. And what I mean by that is I learned that I have the capacity to create fun in my life and business anytime I choose, right? In the past, I had been really reliant on external circumstances to create that feeling for me. And with all of the curveballs that 2020 threw at me, I really found that I was the creator of that feeling. I was the one responsible for making things fun, making life fun, making my business fun. And that was a really important lesson for me to learn. But Somewhere around the end of last year, I began to notice that I was really in this pattern of making myself wrong for things. And I'm trying to think of a few examples here so that you can really understand what I mean by this and how it applies to my life. But essentially, I found myself, no matter what I did, no matter which decision I made, no matter which way I turned, I was constantly making myself wrong for things. I was constantly beating myself up for one thing or another, and it didn't actually matter what the decision was, right? So let's just say I wanted to work out, right? I was like, I really need to get a workout in today, right? So I would work out on my spin bike. I would do that workout. And then I would be so mad at myself that I spent all that time working out, that I was getting a late start to my day, that I wasn't further ahead of my business tasks for that day, and that I just like shouldn't have spent that time working out. Whereas if I hadn't worked out, I probably would have done the exact same thing. I would have been like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I didn't get that workout in today. I really need to make myself more of a priority. I really need to put more of my attention there. I know how good it is for my body and my mind, and I really should be doing that and making that more of a priority, right? So do you see how there I'm putting myself in a position where no matter what decision I made, I really could not win. Now, working out is just one example of that, but this happened in numerous other instances in my life. So for another example, no matter what I ate, right? Let's say I decided that I was going to eat what I wanted. I wanted to have a bowl of gelato after dinner, right? I'm just using a random example here. I would be like, yeah, I'm going to have that bowl of gelato, right? But then I would feel bad about it afterwards. So I'd be like, oh, I probably shouldn't have eaten that. That probably wasn't very good for me. All of that sugar before bed isn't great. But had I not had that bowl of gelato, I would have been mad at myself for not really giving myself permission to eat what felt good to me, for not allowing myself to have what I wanted. And that would have made me feel bad from an entirely different perspective. So Again, making myself wrong for things no matter which direction I chose. Same thing was true in the business. So I would be like, okay, well, like I followed up with that one person five times and I haven't heard back, right? And that would be a moment where I'd be like, oh, should I follow up again just one more time in case they missed the previous ones or whatever, right? So I would be like, mad at myself for not sending that sixth follow-up email, 
Versus if I did send it and didn't hear back, I would be mad at myself for sending it because I'd be like, oh my gosh, that was a total waste of time. I really shouldn't have put energy towards that. I knew I wasn't going to hear back from them. Insert thing here, right? So you can see how this is such a mind fuck. (laughs) And that's why I'm talking about this really openly and really transparently right now, because I want you to understand exactly how these mindset challenges come into play in various ways in our life and business. So I think it would be really easy to look at this and say, oh, well, that like that's more of like a personal thing that doesn't really apply to the business. Right. But the truth of the matter was this was seeping into every single aspect of my life, if I'm being honest. And it made me feel like no matter what decision I made, it wasn't the right one. So over time, by the time I realized this was a pattern and this was something that I was doing and was really able to see it with that level of clarity that I hadn't in the past, it was almost as if, I don't want to say it was too late because it wasn't. We can always make a shift. We can always make a change, but it had already eroded the love that I had for myself over time. And that is what I want to talk about today because that is what I am really aiming to set intention around in the coming year in that I am aiming to reconnect with myself. I am aiming to love the hell out of myself in the coming year. And my word for 2021 is self-love. I don't know exactly when this shifted. I can't think back to a specific point where I'm like, oh, that was that moment. That was when I stopped loving myself, right? And I don't know that I ever really stopped loving myself, right? I think it's just one of those things that has gotten like further and further away, almost like it's a spot on the horizon now where it used to be just a part of me, right? And that is what I'm aiming to return to. I think back to my college days, and it's funny, I have a friend who actually told this story back at my bachelorette party way back when, but she tells the story about how in college, I used to catch a glimpse of myself in the mirror in the dorm rooms, right? And I used to just look at myself and go, gosh, I look so cute today. (laughs) And this wasn't something that just happened once. This was actually a regular occurrence of something that would happen quite frequently to the point where she now tells this story because it's just such a funny example of how that self-love showed up in my life. And it really is quite an Amanda story, so to speak. But I realize In even thinking back to that, how far away I have gotten from that point. At that point, I was my own best cheerleader. Even if I didn't like fully, fully believe it, I was so on board for cheering myself on. I was so on board for telling myself how cute I look today. I was so on board with that. And I think that over time, I just got a little bit further and further away from that to the point where I didn't know that I was making myself wrong for every single thing, but all of these things add up. Over time, it put me in a position where I just felt like I couldn't win. No matter what I did, I could not win. I couldn't make the right decision because now I think about it and I would look into the mirror and even if it wasn't a conscious thought, like back when she was telling that story, I would literally say that out loud, which is why this is a story to begin with. But 
now when I look in the mirror, I don't remember the last time I was cheering myself on in quite that way. I don't remember being like, yeah, girl, you look awesome today. Good for you, right? And I think that somewhere along the line, somewhere in this business journey of mine, I think I got knocked off the horse. I think that making it so that I couldn't do any quote unquote anything right, right? Like was damned if I sent the follow-up email, was damned if I didn't, right? Like (laughs) that kind of thinking and really getting caught up in exactly what was happening in the business and that being what allowed me to feel a certain way really tripped me up. Again, I don't think like this wasn't something that just happened last year. I think this is something that has been cultivated over time and it really just came to light at the end of last year in this moment of like, I just really don't love myself the way that I used to. And that is, that's probably the most devastating thing more so than anything else, right? And I think that that was just such a moment for me where realizing that and knowing that that was something that happened over time, but it was also something that I had the capacity to change really did feel important to me. And that is why I am bringing self-love into this year. That is why I am returning to that self-love. That is why I am setting this intention to really, really deeply love myself this year. One of the biggest struggles I've experienced when it comes to sales is feeling like my own self-worth is dependent on the success of my business. As if getting a no on a sales call or having someone go with a different coach somehow made me a bad business owner. And honestly, it made every damn thing in my business feel heavy and hard. Maybe you're there now, but I also know that I've done a hell of a lot of work to release the pressure I was feeling and shift this belief. It's made it easier than ever to actually enjoy selling. And spoiler alert, when you actually enjoy it, it converts better too. I'm here to help you do the mindset work to actually like selling so you can close more of them on my free 30-minute sincere sales coaching call. I only do a few of these sessions each week and have limited coaching spots available. So head over to amandajoyceweber.com slash sincere sales to grab your spot today. When this really came to light, it was in a coaching session and we were talking about this, this tendency I have to make myself wrong for things. And after the session, she gifted me this book and it's called love yourself. Like your life depends on it. Now I didn't know at the time that this was what I so deeply needed, but the more I got into this book, the more I felt like all of the words just made so much sense. It was such a feeling of remembering what felt true. As I was reading this book, it was an audiobook, and I'm listening to it. And I just remember it resonating like so incredibly deeply for 
how I had been struggling, how I had been making myself wrong, how I had been really tying up my own self-worth with the business. Now, this is something that I thought I had gotten away from, right? Like I've been doing this inner work. I've been doing this mindset work for, for quite a while now. And this is something that if you had asked me, do you feel like a lot of your self-worth is caught up in the business? I'd be like, no, no, no. I've done a lot of mindset work to get away from that. I've done a lot of mindset work so that I don't feel that way. And yet when I look at this self-love, when I look at how I was feeling about myself, I can see so clearly how I was really depending on the business to decide how it was that I felt about myself. So if a client didn't resign, suddenly that felt like I couldn't love myself the same way I did before. Or if a sales call didn't convert Well, that's another reason I couldn't love myself as much as I did before. And slowly over time, those instances really add up. And that is so important to recognize because quite honestly, all of those things happen, right? You never get to a point where you never get a no from a sales call anymore, or you never get up to a point where no client ever doesn't resign, right? Like those aren't things that happen. And quite honestly, it happens more the more you put yourself out there, right? Like the more I've grown my business, the more opportunities there are for those things to happen. The more sales calls I get on, the more clients I have, all of that, right? And that is just part of having a business. That is just part of building a business. That happens for every business owner. But the difference is, I was hanging my self-worth on that. I was hanging my self-love on that. And that is what I had to take a step back from. That is what I had to recognize and bring awareness around. And let me tell you, that is not easy to swallow, especially when you think that you've been doing all of this inner work and you think that that's not a thing anymore. So I was reading this book and it was really, really deeply resonating and It connected a lot of dots for me because one of the questions that he asks in this book is what would you do if you really, truly, deeply loved yourself? Or to put it in how you would ask yourself, what would I do if I deeply, truly loved myself? Let that sink in for a second there because that is such a game-changing question. And I can tell you, I read this book about a month ago, It has made such a difference in how I make decisions. The reason it has made such a difference is because it really removes what I quote unquote should be doing. So I no longer think about, I really should send that follow-up email, or I really should work out, or I really should eat that gelato. (laughs) That's not a thing. What would I do if I really deeply, truly loved myself? You know what? Some days, fuck it. It's eating the gelato. If I really loved myself, I'm going to let myself have that. Other days, the answer is different. Other days, it's I would take care of my body right now because my body is screaming for some water and some for me to take a vitamin and for me not to have that gelato. I'm not suggesting that water and vitamins are sustainable, but you get my idea here. 
So that was a game changer because it removes what we think we should do. The other reason it was a game changer for me is because it eliminated the question of whether I really deeply, truly loved myself. It really just removed that question of, do I even love myself, right? And allowed me to answer it from a place of, if I did, what would I do? So my brain was no longer fighting. Do I, don't I, is this caught up in my worth? Isn't it, should I, shouldn't I? No, if I really deeply, truly loved myself, what would I do? Let me tell you, when you start answering questions from that place in life and in business, you know, you know the answer. I have never asked myself that question and been like, mm, I mean, I might want to, no. You know, you know in your gut what the answer is. Then the real question is, are you allowing yourself to actually do that? Are you giving yourself permission to go in that direction, to go in the direction of self-love? That is where I have seen the biggest difference because it's not just in asking the question. It's not just in knowing what you would do if you loved yourself. It's in following that. It's in following through with that. I've been doing a lot more research and reading on self-love in general. And this quote has been circulating on the internet for a while now. And it's a quote from Glennon Doyle from Untamed, which I haven't actually read, but I'm going to. It's on my list. And it says, I love myself now. Self-love means that I have a relationship with myself built on trust and loyalty. I trust myself to have my own back. So much allegiance is to the voice within. I'll abandon everyone else's expectations of me before I abandon myself. I'll disappoint everyone else before I'll disappoint myself. I'll forsake all others before I'll forsake myself. Me and myself, we are till death do us part. What the world needs is more women who have quit fearing themselves and started trusting themselves. Holy hell. (laughs) That is, that, I mean, that's just quite the quote, right? And I think that this is what I need this year. This is the lesson that I'm looking to cultivate this year. And goodness, if last year showed us anything, it's that I don't expect this to necessarily be a easy lesson to learn, but I know that it's one that I need. I know that at the root of everything is that self-love. Because quite honestly, that's what I've been returning to. That I can get that no from a potential client and I can still love myself anyway. That I can eat that ice cream and I can still love myself anyway. That I cannot work out for a week, heck, longer, and I can still love myself anyway. Or I can do all those things and I can love myself anyway. But do you see how it's not letting the circumstances decide for me? It's deciding that I love myself regardless of what the circumstances look like. And that is where a lot of internal empowerment lies. 
a lot of internal strength is knowing that all of those things can happen. Life will continue to happen. It always does. And that regardless of what comes up, I can still love myself anyway, that no one can take that away. And this is the lesson that I invite you to consider today, because this is something that I know I need to work on. And I know that if it's coming up for me, it's possible it's coming up for you too. And that this is not something that just applies to how you move through your life, though I think it's really impactful there. But I know that it's also a lesson that's going to apply to how you move through your business. Because so often we avoid taking actions in our business. We avoid going after our desires. We avoid getting the things that we actually really, truly, deeply want because of how we think it's going to make us feel. And when we can decide that regardless of the feelings that come up, because there are always going to be feelings, always good feelings, bad feelings, they're always going to be there. But when we can decide that none of those feelings are ultimately going to change how we feel about ourselves and how much we love ourselves, that is the place I want to live. <laughs> like that is where I want to be. And that is what I want for you as well. So I hope that this has really helped you to shift the way that you think about your business, shift the way you think about your life and really return to return to center, return to what matters, return to what we want most as human beings, which is just to be loved, right? And I I really do believe even before I get into this year and all that this intention will bring up, I really do believe that we have the capacity to create that self-love and getting back to that and knowing that we can stay rooted in that regardless of what life throws at us is such an incredible gift. So this is a practice that I have been doing daily. I put on a classical song. This was actually something that the Love Yourself Like Your Life Depends On It book recommended, and he goes into much more depth there. So if you are interested in this, if this piques your interest, I highly recommend go check out that book, listen tune in, see how those lessons can apply to you and your business. But one of the things he recommends is meditating daily and putting on just a classical music song, which I just picked something random on Spotify that I liked. It was a song that made me feel good. It seemed like a good thing. And doing, it's six minutes long and I do deep breathing for six minutes. And with every breath in, I tell myself, I love myself. And then I breathe out what comes up. And that has been so powerful in reminding myself that I really actually do love myself. And then the other thing that I recommend, and this was something that I added on, is telling yourself three reasons you love yourself before you go to bed each night. At first, this practice is hard. (laughs) I'm not going to lie. My mind was racing the first time I tried to do this because I was like, oh my gosh, what if I pick the wrong thing? Or like, 
I don't know. I just had felt a lot of resistance around it. Or like, is this kind of egotistical, like loving myself like this? Like maybe this isn't the thing, right? But I, I think I, I knew, like deep down, I knew that this is the thing. And doing this practice has, has been incredible. So it's, it's just been something that has really shifted things for me already. And I'm excited to see how really filtering decisions, both in life and business through that question that I mentioned earlier is going to really shift things for me. So I hope it shifts things for you in the same way that it does for me or in an even more powerful way. We're open to that too, this or something better, right? And I just, I'm just so excited for this. I'm so excited to see where it takes me. And I hope that it takes you to some pretty incredible places as well. So that is what I am bringing to 2021. That is the intention that I'm setting. Even if self-love is not your word of the year, I really encourage you to think about how you can apply these lessons to your life and business because I really think that this is something that is is so foundational, so fundamental, and sometimes we, we get a little too far away from the basics and it's just, it feels really good to return to them. So I encourage you to think about how it can apply to your life and business as well. And I am just so excited for the year ahead. All right, guys, thanks for tuning in today. Talk to you next week. Thanks for listening to One Simple Shift. Check out the show notes for this episode and all past episodes at amandajoyceweber.com slash one simple shift. If you're loving this podcast, do me a favor and leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. These reviews truly mean the world to me, helping me to reach more people and have more impact. And as a special thanks, we'll reach out to everyone that leaves a review and you'll receive my absolutely free life and business changing future you meditation. This mindset exercise is the simplest, easiest way to tap into future you today and start being that woman now. I only wish I had a visualization exercise like this when I first started my business and now it's available to all of you. Simply screenshot your review and email it to me at amanda at amandajoyceweber.com to receive your free meditation. And remember, sometimes the only thing standing in the way of a more profitable business and a more fulfilling life is one simple shift. So I'll definitely, or hold on, how do I want to start out here? So